Hi, this is Wendy Blackheart from HeartfulOfBlack.com. This Massacast is for adults only, so if you're not old enough, please go somewhere else. The Massacast is supported by listeners like you. If you like what you hear and want to hear more, then go to Massacast.com and click on Donate, because unlike my fist, money doesn't come out of our asses. Thank you. Hello. Welcome to another Massacast. Thank you very much for downloading. It's really appreciated. Uh, last count, I believe last month, I don't have the latest from numbers from this month, but last month we had 9,300 and some people listen to the Massacast. Thank you very much. And thank you to the sponsor, Eden Fantasies. EdenFantasies.com, where if you go there right now and uh, you browse the website and you can, you know, while you listen to the Massacast, you can listen to it and get all your kinky ideas and choose from their wide selection of awesome products and also read the reviews. That's a, one of the most uh, beneficial parts of Eden Fantasies as opposed to some of the other sites is that they have reviews by people just like you and they give honest reviews so they can say, eh, wasn't my kind of thing or yes, this was awesome, this is perfect and uh, definitely use it. And when you check out, make sure you use the code EFCAST, that's E-F-C-A-S-T and you'll save 20% 20% off your order. It's really generous of uh, them. And thank you again to Eden Fantasies for sponsoring the podcast. And uh, at the end of this episode, uh, Saad and I will be doing a review of one of the toys that uh, we got from them. The Impulse Hypersonic Wand. Hmm. I'm intrigued just hearing about that. Yes, And you can even hear, this is it right here. So that's coming up. Also, on the subject of Saad, a big congratulations to Saad, Mr. Saad, for spending one whole year with me she's you know she's doing it now i think just to try to you know get the pity of everybody else around her you know because uh, she's been putting up with me for one year so thank you to her and uh it's awesomeness if you want to know more about her if you haven't heard her episode go back to the archives and uh, listen to her site that that was actually recorded just before we or just before i you know lured her with my super stud wiles or whatever it was um She's sitting right here and, and laughing. And she's actually using the vibrator, which is very distracting. So, this week, you are such an evil person. <laughs> Just stop it. Can you stop? Not use the vibrator? You bring me these toys and you expect me not okay. to use them. So, <laughs> just, I just wait. Just ask. Just, I'm just keeping myself entertained okay. while I listen to you talk about it. As yourself. if the sound of my voice wasn't entertaining enough. 917-720-7304 is the number. Leave a voicemail. Uh, and if you are comfortable with it being broadcast go ahead and say so so I can put you on the air so this week uh, our good friend Sinclair of Sugar Butch Chronicles sugarbutch.net I've interviewed Sinclair before you can go in the archives again and listen but this time uh, Sinclair and Kristen uh, they came over for dinner and we got on the subject of how to get a dominant to dominate and uh, I just ended up putting the microphone in front of us we all had a, a four-way conversation so here's that conversation with uh, Sinclair, Kristen, Saad, and myself. Hope you enjoy. Yeah, after we talked, I wrote a post about that. Yeah. And then uh, Kristen and I were talking recently about an upcoming event that I have in Seattle at the Sex 2.0 conference um, that I'm going to be doing about yes, no, and consent that we were talking through a little bit of, I was talking through a little bit of my structure for it and and we started kind of stumbling onto that conversation again about like, how do you as a submissive get the kind of sex that you want to have? And how do you make a dominant even stronger in the domination when you're playing and you want to 
up the intensity level, mm-hmm. things like that. So we might touch on that a little bit in the workshop at Sex 2.0. So I wanted to, like, and I was thinking about how different of a position that you and I are both in since we first opened up that conversation. Because I think it was like two or three months into my relationship with Kristen. Mm-hmm. And same with you. It might have even been before. So it might have even been before you met. It was before we met, yeah. And and having like almost a year of experience and, you know, more than a year for us of experience with this topic, I, I bet new things are on the table. So I was curious what you've learned mm. or what, you know, what we could talk about. Especially, I think, at the beginning of a relationship, um, when you're just sort of starting to figure out these roles... Um, and how you work together, you know, if one person is dominant and one person is submissive, well, then you do that mm-hmm. and you really, you're really into each other. And so you, so that's great. Right. But like what happens when things become a little bit more every day and you're like, well, I really want someone to dominate me right now. And that means I have to ask for it. Like, well, but it's a Tuesday and we're all really tired and we, we haven't had any time together. And also I have to ask for it. Like shouldn't you just want to dominate me naturally because you think I'm so amazing and submissive? I don't know. You know, so that's <laughs> that's been part of... I got a lot more I could say about that, so... No, I think that... Well, that was one of my questions, too, was, like, how does... Is, is asking for it directly somehow conflicting with the submissive role what's in the first place mm-hmm. like i mean so how do you how do you get these things to happen you can either ask directly or you can kind of ask indirectly like by being subtle and like i clean the bathroom today or like <laughs> i'm wearing your favorite outfit on me or whatever um and and if you if you are asking directly can you do that like is that or does that step out of this role of submission or does that feel even if you know does the dom think that that's out of the role of submission? Does the sub think that's out of the role of submission? Both of those are, are valid questions. Well, um, for me, it's funny because I, I just had... I'm going to spoil the surprise because I just had a... Uh, I just wrote a post about this and I sent uh, a draft copy to, uh, to Saad uh, about something I did last night. Okay. Uh, Do tell. Again, she hasn't read it yet. <laughs> oh. So... Uh, I could come in there with a frying pan. <laughs> no, no, I don't think you'll come in there with a frying pan. I think you, I, I don't know what you'll think. Um, so she was, she was out, and she was, she was gonna be back um, around eight or eight thirty or something like that. But she told me there's a chance she might have to work later. And around eight o'clock, I got done most and done with most of my second job, and I was sitting around. I'm thinking. You know what? It would be really cool because there have been times, and I hope this isn't too much information, but there have been times when she has greeted me at the door as soon as I come home from work, ready to play. And as soon as I walk in the door, many times it's been stripped. As soon as I walk in the door. And those times have been awesome, awesome. right? (laughs) I will say they have been equally as awesome as the times when we sit around for a little while and then she tells me to strip or whatever. Sure. But, um... So last night I'm thinking, what if I did the reverse? What if I was ready, you know, for her when she walked in? And my my mind immediately thought of, well, what if I tied myself up in uh, some position and like gagged myself? And I thought of many different <laughs> options. I thought of many different <laughs> options of what I could what I could do. Oh, and you I, could present yourself. Right, yourself. present. So, and yeah. I thought to myself, man, that's a little like topping from the bottom, it feels <laughs> like, you know. It's almost like as soon as she walks in and all of a sudden it's, 
she sees me, and if she's like not in the mood, and all of a sudden she sees me with my legs tied up and my ass in the air, or something like that, and, she, and all she wants to do is sit down and watch Arrested Development. Right. You know, that would be sort of a bad thing to walk into, right? Mm-hmm. Even though on paper she would probably say that's hot coming home to something like that, maybe. But at, at the same time, you know, who knows if she just got some bad news or something like that, and. And so I, you don't I, know what someone someone's mental state will be coming home from work like after a long day if you haven't seen them or talked to them right. in the last few hours you don't really know where they're at which is to the case if uh, a top is going to do this is going to do something totally. to the bottom also but if you're the one who's always in control of this sort of situation you're the one who tends to plan it and carry it out you know you get to choose right you're the one who's making those decisions right and and very so often, did you do it well so, so you're skipping <laughs> over that well, part so, oh, okay so then. I thought, okay, that really seems like I'm being greedy and I'm being Mm. selfish. Even though she might love it, it doesn't feel... I've never done anything like that before, Mm. you know. Might be too much. It might be too much, and and it might be presumptuous. That was Mm. the thing that kept coming in my mind. It's it's presumptuous, and it seems like... Mm -hmm. It seems very much like I'm being like a doomy sub if I do that, you know. And then so I thought, I know. I'll get the massage oil out. I'll dim the lights. And, you know, because I know she's always up for a massage, right? And so... I, you know, I, I decide that's what I'm going to do. And at that moment, she sends me a text message saying, hey, I'm going to have to work late, so I won't be home for another few hours. I'm like, okay, next time, I'm just going to do the massage. And t- unless she says, sometime this week, go ahead and surprise me or something like that. Hmm. Well, it's good to know what you want, but if you... Does that actually take the submission part out of it? If you're saying, do this to me right now. No, do it harder. No, do it harder. Well, no, do it less the, than that. But the hard part is... No, wear blue shoes. What happens when... <laughs> but what if a submissive wants something? And how do yeah. you... Right, if you want something, how are you going to communicate that in a way that gets someone to do that for you without seeming demanding or without being... Without sort of trying to control... Like, sort of like talking from the bottom, but without sort of controlling the situation yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, because I'm, you know... I'm not supposed to be the one who's really in control. But if there's something specific that I want, I mean, okay, so you ask for it, right? Mm-hmm. Or we talk about it, or we talk about it in kind of a dirty way. Um, but there's this sort of, I don't know, I have a hard time with that, too. Um, and that feeling of being demanding, um, that's like a... I don't tend to be bratty. Well, <laughs> I have a pretty good solution for oh. that. Oh, yeah? Right here. Yes. Being a professional, and this is something that you have to deal with a lot, is having somebody state clearly what they're interested in, what they're not interested in, what they're really in the mood for, what they can't get out of their mind, and how not to be topping from the bottom. And usually what I tell them is make a list of the things that you really don't like, because hard limits are something else altogether, the stuff that you don't like, the stuff that you don't care about, and the stuff that you just can't get out of your mind today. And whatever I feel like doing, that's when we'll do it. And if I ask you for any more input during the session, I'm asking for it, and it's not topping from the bottom. Topping from the bottom is more, the way I feel about it, is somebody manipulating me into doing something that mm. I wouldn't have done naturally. Mm. Like saying, Mistress, will you please slap me? Depending on the tone... I don't really feel like that's topping from the bottom, but if you say to me, and this happened once, Mistress, I see the need to slap me in your eyes. <laughs> totally different. Yeah. It's oh, just totally different. Okay, huh. no, we're talking in, in a session in a, uh, situation there, or maybe... But that, a, that's playing with anybody. Okay, but let's say if I 
I mean, first of all, we wouldn't be together if I was the type of person who would say, I see the look of, you know, giving me a blowjob in your eyes. You know, we wouldn't, yeah, we wouldn't, we wouldn't be together if I was the type of person to say that in the first place. But what's the difference between, like, if I were to come and ask you, which I don't think I've actually asked you directly for something, unless you're, like, in the middle of doing something, or, like, if we're fooling around, and then I'll, like, say, please... Fill in the blank. Fuck me. Yes. Okay. I'll That's say all that. You ever say? Fuck me. Well, because you you love to tease. In my defense, she's a, <laughs> there's nothing wrong with saying no. please. Right. That's very right. different. If we were just sitting on the couch and I wanted to, I wanted you to spank me, or I was hoping you would spank me, or beat me with a cane or something like that, or I'll give whatever. You two approaches. Okay. If something we've done in the past is just replaying on a loop in your mind, mm-hmm. you can say. Hey, remember that time when such and such and such and such? And I can say yes or no, and you can say, I really can't stop thinking about it. For me, a little bit, we've we've put a little bit into place, like, um, especially when it gets a little more mean, a little bit of, like, hey, I really liked it when you did this and this, and hey, I really felt good when you were, you know, calling me a whore and slapping me around or whatever. Like, I, and I really like hearing that after the fact, just mm. to know that, like, I didn't push too hard and I was in a good place that was reading, that we were, were we re- reading each other well. Mm-hmm. And, um, cause I get a little shaky about going far about that stuff sometimes, I guess. That's understandable. Yeah. I mean, have you ever gone to her and said, please do X, please do X like right now? Do you mm-hmm. ever, yeah? Like, how do you how do you present that? Um, <laughs> wait, what's your second thing? I want to go back to oh. that one too. Didn't you have a second tip? Oh, second second Sorry, way. I want to know what second your answer way to is. Present. Yeah, the first way, if you wanted to approach me to play right now, I'm just saying, you know, I've been thinking about ex past experience and I can't get it out of my mind. And if it's not a past experience specifically, but a <laughs> craving for a specific activity, you can just say, if and when, whenever you want. This would be awesome. Uh-huh. And then it's no pressure, because I know it's you're so focused on it, I've got a window of possibly days or even weeks that you're still just going to jump on me saying, yes, I'm ready. <laughs> you know, like, yes, I'll take a spanking right now. Mm-hmm. You know, and it leaves it up to my leisure. Yeah. So the point is that he's in this constant state of waiting, and maybe she'll do this, maybe she won't. As opposed to actually getting it right waiting, when he wants I'd it. I'd say most of the time he spends his time... Uh, Recovering. <laughs> Can you give me an example of, of something you've wanted and how you asked for it? Um, yeah. I don't think I do a particularly good job of that. Um, to be honest, it's a sort of a complicated subject. Um, I guess I, I tend to have these sort of momentary, like, I, I, I really want this right now. And so I'm sort of the sense, the same thing you were kind of talking about. Like, I had a really rough day at work. I just want to get beat, right? Mm-hmm. And I think um, the way that um, that submission is is feels best for me is when I am in a sort of emotional state and, like, you know, something like, um, like getting hit or just getting dominated, whatever, in whatever way, is sort of addressing that, like, right away. And so I guess... Um, maybe I'm just impatient, <laughs> um, and maybe it's just a sort of like I know that this I know that this is one thing that can really make me feel better, and I really want to feel better right now. And how do I communicate that to somebody who has a is another person and has a life and has a sort of a mental state that isn't always on the same page as me, uh-huh. you know? Um, and so that's like 
it's been pretty difficult, but I, I really, I think the idea of um, putting it out there, sort of, we talk about putting things out there to the universe, right? Like, sending out this idea of, like, X, so this is what I want, you know, um, and coming around to that at some point in the next however long. I'm sure it wouldn't take longer than a couple of days, probably, or whatever. I just, I think my, maybe I'm just pretty uh, sort of changeable, you know, and certain days I can totally handle, like, I, I actually crave something like pain, you know, mm-hmm. and other days I'm just like, you know, mm-hmm. um, and so I think, I think that's sort of the, the heart has been what's been hard for me. I don't know. I'm thinking of one particular time where I just asked for it right now directly. Do you know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Right. But oftentimes I get this sort of like, this sort of indirect, like, hey, do you notice that? It, and this is sort of about like asking for sex, which is has to do with domination also most of the time. But I don't know. For me, I, I, I'll hear it coming out of my voice. And it always feels like a douchebag thing to say. And when it comes out of my voice, it's already out there. And the tone of my voice, I don't like it when I say it, but it's too late. Sometimes I'll just say, so, you're feeling risky tonight? (laughs) And the way I say it, and sometimes I'll say it like at one in the afternoon or something like that. So, you're feeling risky? (laughs) And it just seems like it's such an asshole weird... Because <laughs> he's like, hold on, let me check. Yes, or what? Uh, um, and I don't know why, but I, I do the same sort of. So, <laughs> what's going on? You know, what about you? Someone presenting themselves is a fantasy for and something that some dominants like. Yeah, is that something that you've craved in the past, or you just so come t- home from a day at wherever of running errands and you find, you know. Kristen wearing only an apron and cooking dinner. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You can't ask for something right. to surprise you because you've already asked right. for it, right? That's a good point. It is about surprise a little bit. and It's like trying to tickle yourself. <laughs> it is one of the reasons why I am a top and a dominant, I think, is because I don't really like surprises. <laughs> and, and I don't like surprises in lots of areas uh-huh. of my life, you know? Like... Um, if someone said, hey, there's a surprise birthday for- party for you on Friday at 7 o'clock, I would be like, cool, you can take care of the rest of the things, but I would like to know. <laughs> like, if you tell me, we're going to your sister's house, and all of a sudden there's a big party, I don't think I would be very... <laughs> I mean, I would be very good on the surface, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, I, it's not like I would throw a fit, I don't think, but I would be uncomfortable. Yeah. I would be uncomfortable. You wouldn't say, I have never. <laughs> well. I can't believe you've done this, <laughs> yes. Storm out. No, no. This is the last I thing. wouldn't... I, whatever, that would be fine. But, um... But my one of my questions that I was thinking about on my way over was how can the dominant be more receptive to seduction? Is it a blow to the ego to not choose when the sex acts or when seduction takes place? And then how can part of the dynamic include some sort of seduction where, um, like, just like how do you get, how does that role or uh, dynamic in if i'm totally not in the mood how does that dynamic somehow increase me to being in the mood mm-hmm. you know like what what are those cues or what are those markers or things that are tried and work i don't i don't know i don't know if there are any that are just like always work this mastercast is brought to you by eden fantasies type in efcast that's e f c a s t upon checkout and save 20% something that i was thinking about 
along with that, like, part of what is exciting to me about submitting and being dominated is the sort of surprises you were talking about. This, like, oh, you want me so bad and you want to dominate me so bad that you're just going to go do it. Right. right. And if you have all these things in your mind or you are stressed out or whatever is going on and I'm sitting here thinking, huh, I really want to be dominated. That requires me to get that out of her somehow if that's not where she is. And what part of what is hot to me about being dominated is this sort of like someone wants it so badly that they're going to just do it to me. Mm-hmm. Right. And so if th- so that I guess is that's what I was trying to get up before, mm-hmm. I guess, mm-hmm. you know. Right. There'll be a lot of times when I, I'll have a, you could almost call it like a submissive itch at times, mm. or just something that really, I mean, like, it's not so much sexual. I mean, it, it can be part sexual, it can be whatever, but there's times when I just, I have to do something for her, you know? Mm. And so there'll be times when, okay, I've already vacuumed the floor today, so <laughs> uh, what can I do for her? And unfortunately, my, my, perceptive mind I can't look around and go oh I need to straighten those coats or something like that I can't, I, my mind doesn't work that way but what I'll do is I'll say can I get you anything is there anything I can do for you mm. and sometimes she'll say yeah I'd like um, an ice water with lemon and as I'm doing that I can feel just the pressure of mm. th- that itch just go away you know because I'm doing something for her and that's all that matters and I like that idea it's just like is there anything I can do for you you know can I uh, rub your feet give you a massage Get you some water, make you some tea, suck on your clit. I mean, just slipping that one. So you got to slip that one in there. Which hopefully gonna, you know. Whatever you might like. Yeah, exactly. You know, anything. Do your taxes. Bend kiss over. You, kiss you all over. You know, whatever. You know. Does that work for you to be asked somewhat directly? Like, are you able to kind of do a mental scan and like go, what do I really need right now? I really need my toes sucked on well and then you you know what it, I mean it works like, really well for me okay I think I need to work on that one a little bit personally that it's I'm easy all, to sometimes say no. I'm just like if I don't need anything then I don't need anything but if I'm sitting there thinking I don't want to stop working but I'm really thirsty right now I don't feel like making tea and he'll just pipe in and be like can I get you anything I'm like yes tea and I'll just keep <laughs> writing non-stop and then it's nice right. and if I don't need anything then I don't so one of the things in uh, about your posts that really do this that really st- struck a chord with me was the fact that um, the, a few people in the comments when you talked about this how to get a dominant to, to dominate a few people had said something along the lines of if you act like a brat or to try to discipline you are these men or women saying that they act bratty I don't know. I don't know if I paid attention to their username. It's slightly more socially acceptable for a girl to ask act bratty and expect to be disciplined in a mutually exciting way I guess. Have you ever acted bratty on purpose just to get No. No? It's not some. I mean I'm not really seeking punishment in that way. I'm seeking like I want to do a good job so that I get rewarded. Mm-hmm. Um, and then sometimes you know sometimes I'm there's this it's this like sort of vague like I'm a bad girl kind of thing but that's not the same as being bratty. Um, bad girl because you like bad things, yeah. not because you are bad. Yeah. Um, so that's yeah. I don't. That, I don't really think it's not something that I'm particularly interested in doing um, because I have because I have this sort of sense of wanting to please and wanting to, you know. So I don't. I, I don't think. I think I'd have a hard time doing that on purpose. I mean, I could if I needed to, but. Um, 
But I'd like to think that there are better ways to get those needs met. And if that need of like, I mean, there's still the there's still multiple kind of needs happening that I'm concerned about in general. One is like. You know, okay, if we're totally out of role, like, what do you need out of a sexual relationship? What are you looking... What's fulfilling for you? What, you know, how often? How deep? How how many hours? How... Not deep. Not deep. deep. <laughs> Damn it. Do you want a 9-inch cock or a 14-inch cock? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, be the name of this episode, by the way. How deep do you want it? <laughs> how deep do you want it? <laughs> But, you know, how far into it should we go? <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> how, uh, how many hours are we going to be playing for? Like, how intense is it going to be? You know, but then also in the, in the moment, like, is this the intensity that you want? And if it's not, like, how do we either both escalate or just accept that, you know, mm. this time is going to be sweet and cuddly and next time might be really intense and with pain or whatever. Um, but I think that I think that we our needs conflict a little in those um, in those times. I mean, there have been plenty of times when I really like would like to hit you or play with more pain when you're like, I can't take that tonight. Well, that's you know? kind of because I'm I'm just also a lot less of a masochist than I am uh, submissive. Submissive. So right. that's yeah. Right. Right. And we have I mean we've had lots of conversations about that, and that has definitely been improving and working through and whatever and there's lots of ways that we've kind of been playing with that but uh but I don't know it just it's not it's not so much anything goes which then puts me in the position of like reading my own needs and reading yours especially when the communication isn't super open or super direct like I want this this and this tonight mm-hmm. or I'll just give you a list of five things that I would really like to do at any time in the next couple of weeks you know there's I don't know, maybe we need more direct, laid out ideas like that. I don't know if it's, if, if I'm still in the mindset of, of, from being a single submissive guy and sort of like, take whatever you can get because you're lucky. And now I'm like, this is awesome. Whatever happens is awesome. Let's say if there are three things you, I'm just, I'm just going to bring three things out that I have no idea, just so it's not. Uh, offensive to anybody <laughs> let's say she wanted you to play the tambourine <laughs> jump on a jump on a trampoline <laughs> and uh recite uh all of corinthians i have no idea <laughs> but you wanted to do these things but you knew that You're such a lutheran <laughs> I don't know, I don't know, x x uh, and you so you're like Oh crap! Maybe I could do the trombone or the you know the tambourine thing, and yeah, okay, I could probably do the trampoline, but I could only do maybe half of Corinthians or something. What if you had sent? This is the worst <laughs> setup ever. Okay, let's change this. What if you said I would love to do some nipple play tonight, some spankings, and I want to do some heavy beating too. Right? I want to do some cane, which sounds more much more much better than reading Corinthians, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> so. Let's say if you, you wake up and you have this desire, or maybe the night before you have this desire, and you know in your mind you're, you're going to have this all week until you get it. You're going to have this desire. If Sinclair sent you an email, say, like in the morning, saying, tonight here's what we're going to do. We're going to do nipple play, we're going to do spanking, and I'm going to cane you, 
until you cry or until whatever, you know, whatever. Until I say. <laughs> until I say. If you got that email, would you be turned on all day or would you be worried all day? Oh, I would be, well, it, the caning part I would be worried about. But, um, the, yeah. But, but, um, but I would totally be, I, that would be, I would really like that. So it would probably <laughs> almost be a way, it would almost be a form of foreplay then. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What do I feel like? Dr. Phil or something like that. Because <laughs> I, I mean, it's like, I don't have anything vested in it. I just know that there have been times when she's, when Sada sent me an email or a text message or something like that saying, when you get home, this is what's going to happen. And maybe it was one of those, there have been times when she's done this on one of those unlikely days where I'm so stressed, I'm not actually thinking about sex as much. <laughs> or maybe I'm not thinking about sex at all because I'm like so stressed over something. She sends me this and I am so overwhelmed with multiple feelings and they're all awesome feelings mm. even like the nervous feeling and i'm still you those know the, those, the, those are the days when you wear your backpack backwards yeah <laughs> yes because i want i want i want to be ready in case you come up behind me and decide to cane me from behind <laughs> that wasn't what i was thinking but okay what were you thinking? <laughs> to hide your boner oh to hide my boner but that would be like sort of a form of foreplay for you in a way right even if it was something like normally you might not be ready for a caning or something like that. It had you not gotten that email, right? Um, I think actually that would be a pretty great way of uh, getting me ready for something, you know. But again, we've got the like, I'm in charge. I'm telling you, mm-hmm. this is what we're gonna do later. You know, get ready and prepare for it. I think I think that would work. I I think we've done that on occasion where maybe not around, well, maybe a little bit around pain. Um, and the like build up and the talking about it becomes the foreplay becomes the like helping to get ready for what's going to happen mm-hmm. kind of play that that's worked but the but still like what about the days when she's like i really want you to hit me well what he forgets to mention are the days when he just has free reign to do anything he wants to pamper me it can be mm. drawing a bath and throwing a lush bath bomb in there setting up the massage table and getting out the oils um, setting on my favorite You have a massage music. table? I'm so jealous. I do have a massage mm-hmm. table, but I'm an LMT, so... Oh. Uh, it's fitting that I should have one. Mm-hmm. And yeah, he's so sense. tall that he needs something really high up, otherwise he totally screws up his back all over again. Yeah, that's But, so good. um... Yeah, that's sometimes good. on those days, and... Like, I wouldn't be opposed if he wanted to slip into subspace and prep me after a long day, like... I've had a long day. I want to beat somebody. So when I get home, I want a hot bath, and I want you to massage my limbs while I'm in the bathtub. And then when I'm all relaxed and feeling good, I want you to leave me to towel dry off and go bend over the bed and get ready to have your ass blistered. But but again, the question go- it always comes back to how does a submissive get a dominant to dominate? And not just maybe get to, maybe sounds a little more manipulative, but... Inspire them? Uh, inspire. Yeah. Have you ever noticed yeah, something you do, like maybe if you wear something specific or say something specific or act a certain way? Maybe it's subconscious, but something that brings it out? Yeah, I definitely remember those moments of like something else, like sort of taking it to the next level, you know what I mean? And like I I can I can I can sort of envision you when you're like that, right? But I don't feel like there's necessarily a tried and true like here's how you really get there you know and and there's a lot of factors there like there's a lot of things that I think have to be in place for you to feel interested and and comfortable getting to that place you know what I'm saying 
Yeah, I don't want there to be so many of those variables. I, like I said earlier, I don't think they have to be all met. Like, there are plenty of times when we play when I'm in the mood when those things aren't, you know, when my kitchen floor isn't clean or something, you know? But, like, on, at other times I'm like, but you want this and my kitchen floor is not clean, I can't do it, you know? Mm-hmm. So I don't know what the... I don't know what the difference is in those situations, but... I think the service thing is interesting, though, and the, I think you're more of a service bottom than... Or, and your dynamic is more service-oriented than ours is outwardly, but that that could probably... But that we play with it and that we could probably get a lot out of that. You had mentioned there were some things that she did that would bring it out of you a little bit more. Like, you would be doing something and then... Maybe it's something she was wearing, or maybe a way she moved that would inspire you. Mm-hmm. I don't remember what I said directly, but I'm sure I know those things exist. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and I, I don't know if I can pinpoint them, though, even still. And it's not... Especially when you separate the service or the, like, um, pampering. Mm-hmm. Um like what's the just the physical invitation or I don't know I mean there's a little bit uh, of there's a little bit of, of of struggle if it's if there's a little bit of like restraint happening that especially if I'm not using like cuffs or something that you know um, if I'm just holding her down with my own hands or body if there's a little bit of resistance against that, I can, I generally take that as an invitation to hold her down more as opposed to like, she wants to get out of this. It's usually more of like a, I can be a little rougher here. Mm -hmm. Like, which is different than like, Oh, you pin my hands. I'm, I'm totally, I'm I'm totally helpless. Yeah. (laughs) Right. Oh no, no, not that. Anything but that. Um, as opposed to like, you know, just the the resistance, which I can uh, push against a little farther. So, like, it's kind of it's kind of increasing that friction between us, you know, because um, the, you know, oh no, I'm t- I'm trapped. What are you gonna do? Fuck me now? Oh dear, you know, like that doesn't give me much to work with. Kind of. <laughs> I just realized something when you mentioned resistance. I I, I realized that one thing that like. Usually when you saw it put uh, put my hands in a position, if you want me, like if, if I'm on my back and you move my hands into a certain position, if you don't tie them up or something like that, that means you want my hands to stay there. And there are some times you start kissing me or something like that, my hands will just want to wrap around mm-hmm. you or touch you in a certain area. My hands will That's just run. That's when I get to slap you in the face. And then, and then you'll, you'll grab my hands and shove them back down again. Is the grabbing my hands, shoving back down again, is that something that frustrates you? Because you're like, listen, asshole, keep your hands there. Or is it like, yeah, you can't control yourself. That's so hot. But I'm sorry, you're going to have to put your hands down again. I'd say option B without the apologies. <laughs> you know, kind of, kind of mix those together. Sort of like, like a, I said, it, stay there. Yeah, like you know, yeah, dirty it up a bit. You know, <laughs> calling you a eager slut. Uh-huh. Can't keep your hands off things like that. But too bad, so sad. Because I, I know that there. I mean, 
when I'm experiencing certain types of pain and stuff like that, I get lost too, and I can't think more, less. She's pretty good at reading when I've had enough or something like that, or or either that or she gets tired of whatever, the way I'm reacting, and she decides she wants to do something different. I don't know. But do you, so do you think that when you move your hands, though, is that like a... That's more like, oh, I just really want to feel your body, as opposed to like, I know if I move my hand, she's going to slap me across the face. No, no, no. I definitely know it's not A. If I do this, if I do A, she'll do B. I, the only times I ever do, if I do A, she'll do B, it's because if I do A, she'll have an orgasm. Those are the only times I do <laughs> an, a cause and effect kind of thing. Uh, I, never, I never think about, you know, if we're in a situation where... I really want more intensity from her. Yeah, but I mean, I don't think I've ever... Either we feed off each other really well... You're an open book. When you want more, <laughs> you arch your back, your moans... Like, your yeah, entire I, body posture tells me that you can take more. Mm. Yeah, I feel that with Kristen also. It's all... it's. If you're so, an empathetic top, mm. it's... You don't think about it. You don't really recognize the signs because you just... You know them when you see them, when you're experiencing it, and you don't have to consciously decide whether or not you need to go heavier. Mm. Um, but are there times when you feel like you want to go heavier than what I can take? Yes, dear. Yeah? <laughs> and, like, what do you do in those situations? I go to my happy place. <laughs> <laughs> so, but at the same time, your needs aren't being met completely and you're very green compared to me yeah i spent five years playing with thousands of different people honing my crafts until i met somebody i was actually attracted to Mm -hmm. that was kinky and then after he left you went with me yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) no but he's so fast the (laughs) the things that i've done as far as hardcore goes been done with people who've been doing this for 15, 20, 30, 40 years. Mm-hmm. There's no, there's not a chance in hell that I'm going to be able to stick my entire size 10 foot up your ass in the year that we've known each other. Not That's without just, lube, at least. <laughs> it's like, yes, I can fantasize about doing <laughs> these extreme things with you, but I also know that if I were to try to do them, it'd be like, hugely disappointing for me. A, because you couldn't do it. B, because you would really try and C, because I would have to stop the scene because it would be bad for you or you would push yourself into a position that you just are not capable of fulfilling. Mm-hmm. And it would be bad for you emotionally, which would make it bad for me emotionally. And and then we'd blur the line of consensual and I might become a sociopath. You know, The only thing that's keeping me from being a sociopath at this point is the fact that it's consensual. <laughs> <laughs> so, And that you can, or an empathetic topic, and read him really well. Well, maybe, so maybe this whole question of, like, how do you get your dominant to dominate more is, at this point, for this foursome, <laughs> uh, a moot point. Because we, because the, you two submissives are actually saying that doesn't happen very often, where I'm thinking, gee, I wish you would just slap me across the face. Yeah. And, I mean, so maybe it's more of a theoretical discussion that I, and you and I, or I, <laughs> made up in my head, like, this is a problem that well, submissives everywhere need to solve. I think it would be more of an issue with people who are dominant personalities but don't sexualize it, and they have a sexual submissive that's a partner to them, like our oh. friend the scientist, such a dominant. She's just like, 
snappy do this for me right now I want some tea like she is such sure. a dominant personality but absolutely refuses the sexual dynamic dynamic to of add being that to a their dominant. relationship and I'm like you would be a DS sub like princess dom's dream mm. like hands down they would be mm. living the high life with you because you're just so demanding and so curt and not obnoxious but just very much no, so yeah and she's just she's a, a very special kind of dominant that i think uh the strict bitch type <laughs> dynamic you know mm -hmm. and she just doesn't get it so if she was with a submissive they would probably spend most of their time trying to figure out how to bring the inner dominant out of her how mm -hmm. to help her sexualize mm -hmm. her dominant role but for people who are open and experienced dominance it's not so much of an issue um, especially for intelligent or empathetic tops that is a very good point thanks to Sinclair and thanks to Kristen and thanks to Saad for uh, sitting down for that episode. That was really great. I'm, I'm, I hope to have more episodes like that in the future where it's just a bunch of people sitting around uh, shooting the shit. Coming up on the next episode, uh, uh, an interview with a new friend of mine, a great guy, and we talk about how watching the Batman got him all riled up. Watching Batman do the Batusi. So that'll be uh, a lot of fun. I'm sure. Yes, you're just anticipating. Uh, so right now... Saad and I are going to review a toy that we saw on Eden Fantasies and we thought we got to try this out because of the name alone. It's called the Impulse Hypersonic Wand. Uh, and, you know, you can go ahead and log on to Eden Fantasies and, and do a search for that name yourself. You can see what we're talking about. This, well, first off, when you, when you saw this toy for the first time, did you think it was going to be as powerful as it is? It doesn't look like it's going to give you that much of a, a big bang for the buck, but at the same time, it's really, it's small, but yet fairly powerful. You're the one who chose all the toys uh, for us to review. Why did you, what was it about this toy that really intrigued you? Well, I have the Hitachi and I love that, but it only has two settings on it. Yeah. It has this medium low pulse, which is great. I mean, who doesn't love that? Mm -hmm. All the women can attest to the Hitachi and it's, it's wonderful wiles. Mm -hmm. um, but this one has tons of different pulse settings and sometimes you don't want to just you don't want to do all the work with your hand. You want something else to do the the wiggling around. So yeah, this has lots of different pulse settings that are fun to play with. And I know you you like you like to mix things up a little bit. You don't like the same thing over and over again. So this uh, offers it has different rhythms to it. So it's not like your your usual wheel dial vibrating mm -hmm. egg. This has pretty powerful different pulse settings that are a lot of fun. Um, they're not just bump bump bump. You know, it does different climbing things so it's, it's an interesting vibrator it's an interesting vibrator mm -hmm. and it's you know it's a lot of fun to to stick something that has these intense pulse sensations up your ass while you're having sex with me <laughs> because then i can really feel the changes in the vibration instead of just having this lightly buzzing penis <laughs> don't know how to respond to that <laughs> however there are you know you've used it yourself but i think you've used it not only for the sensation, but also because in the throes of passion, there's nothing you love saying more. <laughs> there's nothing I love saying more when, I, when I'm having trouble rubbing that very last one out. You know, when it's the end of the night, your pussy's tired, and you want to rub that last one out. There's nothing I want to say more than, honey, go fetch the impulse hypersonic wand. Yeah, because it sounds space-aged. <laughs> sounds like we're on Star Trek. Oh, yeah. You know? Uh, well, so this is a keeper. We both enjoyed it. Yeah, just two AA batteries. That's nothing. It's not like... Most of the the wireless vibrators, where if you want something with any 
oomph to it. You have to get C batteries. Yeah. And what deli has C batteries? Yeah, you got to get a car battery and you bring it up. You can steal that from your remotes. You need someone else on a, on a turbine to spin it around. This one, yeah. And, and this we've used C battery, or we've used two A batteries in this, and it hasn't died on us yet. So, yeah, it's been over a month. It's it's battery friendly. Yeah, well, sure, and that's good for the environment. <laughs> So your there you org- go. There this you go. vibrator is is intense with lots of different pulses, and it's good for the environment. Gives you green orgasms. <laughs> Thanks again for Eden Fantasies. Again, you can uh, enter EFCast upon checkout and save twenty percent. We'll see you next time on the Massacast. Thanks for listening.